Welcome to the 6AM Run Podcast. My name is Mark Paisant. I'm an avid runner, a certified personal trainer, a 6AM Run ambassador, and host of the show. Be sure to head over to the website, 6AMRun.com, to sign up today to get 20% off of your first order. Now, let's start the show. Well, hello. Welcome back to the 6AM Run Podcast. I am your host, Mark Paisan. Always a pleasure to have you a part of the show. We have a good one for you today. But before we get started with Stefan Lessy, who is a 6AM Run product user, he'll talk to us a little bit about the products and what he's used and how he, how he likes them. Um, but before we get started but with that... As always, the show is brought to you by 6AM Run, 6AMRun.com. Head over to that website to sign up to get 20% off of your first order. And you should go over there anyway because there are some new drops, not only in the products, but there is some new apparel that Hami has put out. Take a look. Let us know what you think. And why not just spoil yourself? Get something. Why not? I don't know. But uh, I digress. So we have Stefan Lessie, um, who is a, a personal trainer. We'll talk about a lot more than that. Stefan, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Why don't you go ahead and just introduce yourself for the audience? Well, yes, thank you. And thank you for having me on, Mark. Uh, so I'm Stefan. I'm a personal trainer, you know, here in Brooklyn. Uh, so I'm doing in-person training and you know, I'm going from home to home. I work currently with gym guys. Um, so what we do is that we actually have the equipment with us and we go from client to client and we train them in home. So we give them, you know, customized workouts uh, based on whatever adaptations they're looking to accomplish. So, you know, we're putting that together for them. We're doing assessments with them every four to five weeks, um, you know, doing accountability with them, just making sure that they're stayed on top of their goals. They're doing what they need to do outside of working out with us to make sure that they're hitting their targets and their goals. Um, but yeah, I've been doing that with gym guys for about a year and a half, now close to a year and a half. Um, I've always been, in, been into the field of personal training, into the field of fitness. Um, and it's just funny how like my area in fitness kind of coincides with my use of 6am run products actually. So I know you're going to get in, more into that into the show, so I'm really excited to talk about that. Of course, and and so what? First of all, did what products did you use? Like what? And you say it coincides with that. Like, kind of talk about how you use six a.m. And, and how you like it. Oh man, so I use marathon and I've used sprint, mm-hmm. um, and I was someone that was so skeptical about certain products having that impact, like immediate impact. And, you know, my usual runtime was around like a nine minute, 930 pace uh, in terms of my running times per mile. And I noticed that I was kind of getting back to my like when I was 25 and I was in like (laughs) tip top uh, running shape and I was getting back to like 830, 820 
uh, per mile times. And I was like, whoa, right? And I wasn't even feeling like tired. So I'm like, this is, this stuff is great, <laughs> you know? So I was like, I got to get some more of this. So that's where like using that while I was back on my fitness journey, trying to get back in shape. So I was actually um, between the ages of like eight to 20. Um, I was always overweight, always dealing with weight issues. Um, and so by the time I hit 20, I, you know, I really had enough. And so I was like, hey, I, want, I need to get in shape. Uh, you know, lost the weight originally. I think I lost like 68 pounds within a period of like seven to eight months. Uh, lost the weight, kept it off for a good five or six years, and then got injured. Um, and I wasn't doing my running like I did before. You know, I'd run a couple half marathons, but, you know, I still wasn't back to where I was. Regained some of the weight. Um, and so I was just like, I, I got to get back into running. I'm like, I don't care what it is. Even if I have an injury, I'm probably going to just have to just rehab myself as much as I can after the run. So I'm like, all right, let me get back into running. Came across 6 a.m. run group. And I was like, all right, this is great. An accountability group. I'll put myself in there. I'll put my post in there. I'll make sure that I, every day I'm posting so that people are keeping me accountable. So it took me months to realize that 6 a.m. run was also a company. I thought it was just a group. I thought it was just a running group, right? So I was just like, yeah, they're great. The people on here, they're like so supportive. I love it. So I just kept posting every day. And then I don't remember who reached out, but they were like, yeah, have you tried like the 6 a.m. run products? And I'm like, products? I'm like, I thought you guys were just a running group. So then I remember, I think there was like, they were doing those um, competitions every week, whereas like how, like whoever ran like the most miles or who like the runners a week would get like a sample of it. So I got like a sample of Sprint and I started using, I got a couple of samples of it. I started using them like, oh, I love this. So then I was just like, right, I got to get marathon. So I went, got marathon, started using it. I started noticing like almost immediately, like a difference in my energy, um, you know, when I was doing my runs, a difference in my energy when I was doing workouts. So I was like, this, this stuff is great. So I was just like doubly pleased that it was both like a, a support group of sorts and, you know, a company that sold these like great natural products to enhance our performance. So that's kind of like my, you know, experience and introduction to 6am run. You and I, and that's great. And you and I kind of had the same experience because I remember, um, I don't know what if it was a Facebook ad or something because I was using I was using just a run of the mill pre-workout and I remember having to take it and like just sit down because I was going to get the jitters. I was going to get that bad aftertaste. And once that all went away, then I go for my run. And I said uh, and I tried it and I actually put something in the, the, the Facebook group. And just so everybody knows, this Facebook group is over 31,000 people now. Like there's a lot, there's a lot of people in this group. And I remember I was gonna go, I think on a four or five mile run, nothing, nothing crazy. And I ran for almost nine miles and I had to stop because I had to go to work. Like I could have kept running. Um, and it's not like it, the, the Hami's got a great product, um, and I think more people should you know should definitely try it. There's you know he, he puts a lot of lot of effort, a lot of research, 
um, this is his life now. Like this is his his job, and and he does all this. But um, I appreciate you telling me that. But I kind of wanted to definitely ask you about um, gym guys because I think that is such a great way to to do personal training and. Because, of course, people are always wondering, do I have to find a gym? Um, do we have to find a park this weekend? Do I have to come to your personal gym? Do I have to buy stuff at the house? But you guys literally take the gym to people. Um, and what kind, of, what kind of weights, what kind of uh, you know, uh, gym equipment are we talking about? Are we talking about a lot of resistance bands? Are we talking about low amp? Like, what kind of uh, uh, equipment do you actually take to people's houses? Yeah, a lot of it is, you know, resistance bands we're using different ranges, you know, I have some resistance bands are between 15 to 35 pounds of resistance, 25 to 65. Uh, we're using dumbbells, we're using kettlebells. Uh, we haven't gone too much into the use of the barbell. I know that they're trying to use that. Um, it's a little difficult going from home to home, you know, transporting barbells as well. But we're, we're using that. We're using medicine balls. We're using loop bands. So a lot of that, and then, you know, obviously we're using body weight resistance uh, to train as well. So um, yeah, we're just putting all that into one bag, taking it to the home and we're trained, like we're writing the workouts according to whatever it is they're trying to achieve. And we're just, you know, for one hour, we're training them with that equipment and, you know, we're building rapport, we're seeing their results. And, you know, it's just like, an amazing model because, you know, looking at the pandemic as well, like it fit so well in with the pandemic, even though initially, you know, people were skeptical about people coming into the homes. Mm -hmm. And so when we started going into the homes, uh, we were making sure to wear masks. Uh, we put on shoe covers just so we we're not bringing any, you know, unnecessary germs or anything mm -hmm. into the houses. Um, and so we're just coming in, listening to the client, seeing what it is that they need. Um, and yeah, we're just working with them from there. And it's is it usually an, an hour that you're working with a client? Is that correct? Yes, usually an hour. Okay. And do they get to pick? You know, how many times a week? The times, things like that. Um, I and I I know I understand that, and you know this as a trait. Like structure works best if you're looking to actually make gains have a fitness journey, all that good stuff. You know, you don't want the person that said, Hey, I'm available this time this week. But, um, are you, are people able to make those plans with you so you can be at their house twice a week, three times a week, once a week? Yeah. So usually on the, like the intake forms, we say, Hey, what's like, like, what are good days and times for you to train? Mm -hmm. Right. And so when they, they tell us like, okay, we can do Tuesday and Thursday at 5 PM. Right. So we're like, okay, great. We'll put that in the schedule. That's what we're sticking to. And but usually, like they they have flexibility to then add more if they need to. I'm like, hey, we started at twice a week. What do you think about maybe going three or four times a week? You know, and and as we're doing that with them, I don't I don't want to get too much into pricing yeah. and stuff like that. But but like if they wanted to, they can, um, you know, get discount on you know programs or plans where. They're like, I'll do 20, 24 sessions at whatever price. And, you know, maybe we'll do three sessions for free, whatever it is. Right. right? And so, you know, we try to obviously cater towards the customer uh, and make sure that it's affordable for them. Um, but, yeah, for the most part, like they can 
pretty much choose like when they want to work out. Sometimes we have clients that work out four times a week, mm-hmm. five times a week. So, and usually for some of our clients who usually uh, have a lot of weight to lose, we do recommend anywhere between three to five times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, a lot of people are usually at that two to three times a week spot. Okay. And as you know, this being in this profession, that's only half of it, maybe less than half of it. A lot of it is the nutrition. A lot of it is what you're doing when the trainer is not with you. Um, how do you guys, or do you guys offer any type of thing with any meals or nutrition? How do you help people with that portion of it? So the nutrition end of things, what we do, if the trainers that we have on our staff are able to provide some nutrition guidance, right? So in my case, I'm a CPT and a CNC with NASM. So I'm a you know, certified nutrition coach. So I can provide certain meal preps, certain uh, nutrition guides, um, you know, macros, that kind of stuff. And I can do that for a client. And so in my case, gym guys will, you know, will pay me for the session. Um, and that will allow me to then do a separate plan, uh, like a separate nutrition plan for the client where they can then pay for that. Um, so that's just something where on my end, it's a little bit better for me where I'm able to make money from gym guys and from the client, uh, separately. Um, but the good thing for the client is that we're also making sure that they're meeting their goals and we're like really stressing how important it is to really stay on top of your diet, to really stay on top of your rest, your stress management, the water you're taking mm-hmm. each day, you know, so we're really stressing all that with them because, uh, I've, I have one client in particular, um, you know, he, a lot of times he's like, yeah, so if I do this workout and I do that workout, like, you know, how much weight can I lose? And I'm like, I say, hey, listen, like, I, I want to be upfront with you. Your diet is going to be your number one mm-hmm. thing. If you're really staying on top of that and you're staying active, you're going to continually see results. You, you will continue to see results. If you're you're continuing to be active, but you're not consistent with your, you know, your nutrition then there's going to be some like there's going to be an inconsistency in the results you see, you know. So, so when he started to realize that, like immediately the first three weeks that we changed his nutrition, he lost nine weeks in those first three weeks, mm-hmm. right? So he started to see, oh, he was losing three pounds a week. Mm-hmm. So you know he started at three hundred pounds. He's close to around like two eighty to seventy right now. So he's seeing those results as he kind of changed his mindset around fitness right because he started to realize like okay well health is not just get up and exercise and it's like a overall like a composite of everything from nutrition to rest to stress management to you know so and that's what we try to really stress to our clients how important it is to see health as a a composite of things and i hope i hope people listening understand like i've had nutritionists on the show. I've had uh, coaches. I've had leaders. I've had personal trainers. I had a bunch of, a, a myriad of type of people, whether they're talking about mental, physical, what kind of health. And it always comes down. It's it's amazing. Actually, it's not amazing to me. I know this, but it's, it's, it's amazing how it comes down to what you're fueling your body with, how much, how much rest you're getting, and then what you're using as stress management and decompression. It always comes down to that because 
Um, and and I'll, I'll talk about myself a little bit because I remember back in the day before I am where I am now, I used to try to hit the gym and then I wouldn't change anything else. I'd hit the gym and, and I'd just go eat whatever I wanted to eat. So um, let's kind of talk about what got you into this space. You've talked about the running. You've talked about, you know, you've been on a fitness journey. But through all of this, what made you want to step out and start helping other people with their fitness journey? I mean, it was just that. Like, I understood for a while, like, the emotions that are connected to not feeling your best self, right? Like, feeling like, you know, you wanted more, you, you wanted to, to be in shape. Um, you know, I've seen people, and I'm, I'm not just talking about people who are just like five, 10 pounds overweight, or people who are just like very small and trying to gain muscle. Like I'm talking sometimes even people who've like been significantly overweight for the majority of their life and how difficult it is to, you know, maybe get out there and be with their kids and, you know, spend that time or Let's, let's be real, in a lot of cases, especially for some men as well, who've been significantly overweight, how much that impacted their love life, right? Or maybe they're married to someone and maybe that impacted their, their relationship with that individual. And so understanding that how all these things, even though it's there's a very physical component to it, how much of an emotional impact it had on them um, and the relationships that they had with people. And so... Um, understanding what that meant for me as well. Like I wanted to be someone that was sympathetic to, you know, what it was that they were looking for, whatever goals they were looking for. And so I wanted to, to be that person that would provide a perspective that came from a, a place of understanding and, you know, be able to say like, Hey, I, I just, I, I, know that your case or your situation may be a little different from mine, but I understand where you feel limited, right, in, in whatever it is you're trying to do, and I want to be able to help you there without any judgment, without, you know, it feeling like there's there's some superior, superiority thing going on where I'm better than you, right, and so we go through that a lot when we're doing like the PARQ, right, the, um, the health history with a lot of clients. And so when we ask them, like, hey, what's the typical breakfast? What's the typical lunch? Right. And they'll start saying, well, you know, I eat this, that, but I, I don't eat this all the time. I'm like, I'm like, hey, like, I get it. I just want to know what it is, but there's no judgment here. Right. And so it's just like my real aim of getting into personal training was to really help people really live their best lives and really see what was possible. Um, because a lot of times people kind of limit themselves to like, well, I'm always going to be overweight or I'm always going to be skinny or I'm always, you know, I'm always going to be stressed out or whatever it is like. And so I wanted to like say, hey, no, like we can actually take control of our lives. And so like, this is what my destiny is going to be. This is what direction I'm going to go in. And so just being able to be someone to help others in that direction is something I want to get into as someone helped me. Uh, get there and so you know that's that's why i love this profession because you're able to work with so many different people and the great thing about gym guys is that we also work with clients who are uh special needs right there uh, a lot of times we have a lot of clients who are 
on the autistic spectrum. Uh, we have uh, clients who are have cerebral palsy, um, have certain restrictions, and so we're able to work with them to help strengthen their bodies. And it's just it, it's just amazing, it's so rewarding to see, like how great of this position they have, regardless of the situation that they're in, and to see them just like you know get small wins here or there or big wins. And it's just so rewarding, like, just to see that happen for them. And so it's just like, I know there, everyone has rewarding things about every profession, but with personal training, we get to see this every day or with every, you know, every couple of weeks, however often. And we just get to see, you know, people really work their hardest and accomplish, you know, what it is that they want. And I, I love that because I, I think... I hope people really go back and, and listen to what you just said because there's a lot of people who don't who don't who don't have empathy for, for what you just said because they either they're genetically they're okay um, they 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 don't lack any motivation they're always motivated they're 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 self starters and and we like to talk a lot about self star we like to talk about a lot of the motivated people we like to talk about the people who. And if you go to Instagram and TikTok and you see these influencers, you start to feel bad about yourself. But one of your, and, and I love following you online because one of your quotes is the reason many of us never succeed is that we agree with the voice in our head that says success wasn't meant for us. And that resonated with me because I remember back in the day, I was like, well, this is who I am. This is who I'm going to be. But then a person like you steps up and two things. One, there's there's zero judgment. There's zero judgment. I, I'm I'm here. You brought me here. Like I I'm I'm not gonna judge you. And then you focus on that trans transformational aspect of it that one, it's gonna take some time, but two, you have to continue to be that counter voice. You know, people have that voice in their head. They, they're afraid to tell you what they eat for lunch today. Hey, I don't, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Listen, I'm here for a reason. So I, I want you to talk to that person who has that voice in their head that says, I'm going to be this way all the time. Like, I can't do anything about it. It is what it is. I'm not going to be that IG model. I'm not going to be that successful TikTok influ influencer. I'm not going to be my neighbor. Like, talk to that person real quick who has that voice in their head that they can't get out of it. I mean, what I like to say is that, like, it's about discovering who you are, right? Because it's funny that you said that I'm actually, after we come off this call, I'm going to actually post another quote, quote that is going to emphasize how much we copy others out there. And a lot of it is due to the fact that we don't know who we are mm. and we are not content with who we are and what we are. And so it's just like, it's a process of discovery. Every day is a discovery. Every day you're discovering something about yourself that you didn't know. And so it's just like, we go through life, we learn things in school, we learn things day to day. We learn about different people, different things. But to what extent are we taking time to learn who we are? paying attention to the different idiosyncrasies, right? The things that we picked up, maybe things we picked up from family, friends, and just really going over in our lives, like, who am I? And 
picking out the positive and maybe even sometimes looking at the negative and seeing, hey, why is that there? Why is the positive there? And really say like, okay, who am I and who am I going to be, right? Because who I'm going to be is based on my decisions that yes, maybe has some outside influences, but it comes from me actually taking the time to realize like, this is who I want to be and these are decisions I'm going to make, right? And so, and yes, maybe your willpower is a little weak right now to maybe say, hey, this is who I'm going to be. But just think about every successful person you know there. Think about the fact that their lives weren't always what it is right now. <laughs> and so for them, there there had to be a self-actualization moment where they were like, no, nah, this is who I'm going to be. And I've heard so many stories of people coming from really dark situations and being able to say, like, I'm, I'm regardless of that, I'm going to be this person. And there has to be something that you look at, you're looking for to be like, I'm going to be a different person. Like at this moment, like my daughter is coming, right, in a month and a half. Well, month and a half, and I'm just like, okay, who do I want to be? Because I want to give her the best of myself with whatever time I have left on this earth. And so I'm like, I want to be a person of integrity, a person that is going to follow through and do what I said I was going to do. And I'm going to make sure that I'm doing that, not just for myself, but I'm doing that for her. So even if your motivation is linked on being a better mother, a better father, like really connecting to like, I'm doing this because I want to be better and I want to be better for people around me, right? And so to that person who's really struggling with, you know, attaining what goal it is that they want to, really sit back and really try to assess who you are, who you want to be, and really take action and say like, I'm going to be this person and this is the actions I'm going to take to become that person. And I think you hit, first of all, congratulations. I, you know, first time dad and, and you're going to be a, a girl dad too. I have two girls of my own and it's, it's an amazing feeling to be a girl dad. They're, they're absolutely awesome. Um, and I, I want to say this about your comments because there's there's two big points that I think people kind of lose along the way. And when we have that comparison, the things that people post, we don't see the work. Like we see the finished product most of the time. We see the smiles. You know, every once in a while you'll see the 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 work in the gym, but have you ever noticed how the, the, the camera's at the perfect angle and, and the sweat stripping just perfect? And the, like, we don't see the, when they fall off the wagon. We don't see the mornings they don't get up. We don't see any of that stuff. We see a very polished version of that person. And the other point, you know, you, you, you mentioned that Actually, uh, I'm going to make two other points, so three total. But the first is is when you mention action. People people procrastinate their action, and they don't know how simple action is. Like action is just when you're done with this phone call, go outside and walk for 15 minutes. That's action. 
action is is getting on the phone, calling gym guys, pricing some stuff out, seeing what gym guys can do for you, getting a free consultation, getting something, you know, something like that's action. And then the biggest one, which I, I love the fact that you mentioned this and you mentioned that your your daughter is coming to the world and, and you want to be around, you want to be able to play with her, you want to be able to spend time with her. That's your why. And I think when you say to people, stop for a second, put a plan together, like find out who you are, what you're saying is that people need to find their why. And that and that is not everybody listening. And I don't want to go off on it right here. Everybody listening. Your why is not, I want to lose weight. I want to look better. That is not your why. That is not, believe me, believe me. I found my why a long time ago and it wasn't, I wanted to lose weight or I wanted to look better or I wanted to be in shape. I don't know what your why is. I don't know if your why is that your, your mother died of, of diabetes and high blood pressure and you don't want to go down the same route. I don't know if your why is, I want to be there for my kids, just like you and I, Stefan. I don't know if your why is, I want to feel better about myself because right now I'm in a dark place and I can't seem to get out of this bed in the morning. But I think you you hit such a good point because we see what's online. We see the fitness professionals and... We don't see anything behind it. And I really wish a lot more people would post their why. I really do because it's, I mean, the, the work you do, the stuff you post, like I, I know you post your runs and, and I saw you just went on, I think, an eight-mile run or something like that, which which you're going to start, you know, I'm going to start competing with you because I got to get back into my run my run game. I don't, I'll do more than one or two miles nowadays. But, um, but you know, what... Since, you know, you, this is a 6 a.m. run show and, and 6 a.m. run, all that good stuff. What does what does running mean to you? Like, what does what kind of role does running play in your life? Oh, man. Um, wow. <laughs> so I started running around 17 and I was actually at 17, you know, still overweight and still dealing with self-confidence issues and trying to figure it out. And, you know, I wasn't the best runner, right? But I was just like, hey, let me get out there. And I, I was a walk and then, you know, walking and run, walking and run mm-hmm. type of runner. And but that's your, action, that's your action though. That is your action now. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So that action, at, you know, 17 and 20 was when I actually took running and getting in shape seriously right where it's like okay like i gotta do this i gotta really get in shape now and what was annoying to me why it was annoying to me was because at 17 i also became vegan so i became vegan vegetarian and i was just like three years later i'm like why am i still overweight <laughs> right so it's just like all right it's time for me to really get in shape um, but just to get back to the, the running aspect of it, it's just like there's just something that running provided for me in terms of an emotional outlet, right? And it was just like I always felt my best. Like emotionally, I felt like I could 
do all my planning while I was running. So like some of the quotes that I come, I do come to my head while I'm running. So it's like, it's just like a, a great moment of clarity. Like it could be a 30 minute run. It could be an hour run, however long. It's just like, it's just this like great moment of clarity that just comes in that moment. And somewhat a feeling of peace when everything around you is a little like disturbed. And so like running is just like that place where I kind of go back to. And I'm not just saying like, I'm not saying that running has like running plays a spiritual role in my life, but it's not like the number one spiritual thing in my mm-hmm. life. Right. But it does play a spiritual role of centering me to an extent when I need to really get on top of things. And so it's, it's so important for me. I, I feel so out of sorts when I don't run. Right. Like I know I have one day of the week that I don't run and I'm like, okay, I'm cool with that one day and I run the other six days. Right. And so it's just like, it's, it's so pivotal for me to be able to get out there and, and create that clarifying space in my head because I, I know that especially becoming a father that it's so important to that every moment as much as possible be as clear because you're not being just clear for you. You're being clear for them, right? Like whatever you're not clear about could negatively impact them. And so it's just like, it's just it, running just provides that space for me. I, I know exactly what you mean. I know exact. Oh man. I know exactly. Like there's nothing like there's so few things in this world that beat just a good run like especially on those days where it's like am i gonna have time for it today and then you get to the point where like you know what i'm gonna make time and then you get done with it and you're like why was i why was i even contemplating not doing this today (laughs) why was i even this this is exactly what i need i didn't need to do more work at that point i didn't need to get more stress like i this is what i needed so um I do want to ask you real quick, because I tell people who are, who are getting into running, I tell them they have to figure out when they ask, I don't give, I don't give unsolicited advice. I just don't do that. But when people, when people ask me like what they should look into, I tell them they, they need to run for either distance, time, or speed. And I said, speed should be the last thing you ever even try to do. And I said, you can go out and you can say, Hey, I want to work up to running 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Or you can say, I want to work up to running a mile or two miles. When you first started your your kind of running journey, your your walk, run, was there a thing you put in your head to be like, okay, 30 minutes today or three miles today? Or how did you, what was your first measurement that you, you said 17 is when you started, but 20 is when you kind of got serious. When you hit that 20 mark, what was your goal when you started? Uh, so when I first, oh, okay, so if you go from 20, Mm-hmm. Uh, I think at that point I was kind of up to, I think it was up to about three miles a day at that point, but I was okay. like, yeah, I was just saying like, okay, I'm, I'm going to stay at the three miles and I'm looking for a particular time, right? I was looking at time. Um, but then over time it became more about the impact of the run, right? Like what I was looking for it to do. Um, and so even if I, like, if I did my eyes. I now structure my exercise days as I do, you know, lifting first and then I run. Um, I used to do the reverse. So I was just like, okay. Me too. Yeah. 
So I'm like, all right, if I do, if I do at least an hour and a half of lifting, then okay, maybe today I'll, I'll scale it back to maybe three miles or four miles, right? Um, but like, actually, no, I'm gonna sorry, completely rewind because at 20 I was doing I was doing two miles a day, okay. I was doing two miles a day from what I remember, and I was just like, okay, I just want to be good at being able to consistently run two miles, and just I was just starting to go on, on like my time over two miles, and then work on increasing it from there. Mm. And for the person who's trying to get into running, like even the walk run is fine. Like get out there, walk run. When I was 17, I told myself like, hey, I'm gonna run until I can't run anymore, <laughs> right? Yep. So I guess, yeah, and I got to that point where I was like, I probably did like a mile, mile and a half. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm gonna go back home. We'll start again tomorrow, and I'm gonna just keep going keep going at it until I'm able to get to a point where I'm not getting tired, right? So I'm just able to like push through. So time, speech, should never be the focus, right? Mm. Unless you're Meb, right? Meb kept us eating, <laughs> right? Like that should not be the focus right now. That guy is amazing. That guy is amazing. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And, yeah. So that should not be the, the focus at all right now. Um, and it should be just maintaining your health, um getting out there and doing something that's great for you emotionally right if that's what running does for you that's what the goal really should be um but obviously do it in such a structured way that if you're trying to lose weight or gain muscle that hey if you're trying to gain muscle you're not doing too much running mm -hmm. right and if you're trying to lose weight you know you're doing that along with resistance training in the right way I definitely agree with all that. Um, Stefan, this has been awesome. How do people find you online? How do they learn more about what you're doing? And how do they even just say congratulations on becoming a first-time dad? How do they find you online? Well, you know, I'm on Facebook, so I'm my account is, uh, you know, is public. So I'm mm -hmm. Stefan Leslie online on Facebook. But on Instagram, I'm MindCoreFitness1. It's very important that you put the one because that account, Minecore Fitness, uh, was very original and got hacked back in October. So I had to start a completely new account uh, then. But it's Minecore Fitness One. And then um, and it's the same on Facebook, Minecore Fitness One, and on YouTube as well. So, um, you know, I've been trying to post more uh, content on YouTube. So more of that should be coming. Um, so you guys should be looking, looking out for that. Awesome. I appreciate it. And if you want to learn more about gym guys, you can just head over to gym guys. That's guys with a Z.com and you can sign up and see if that works for you. And I really, um, I really think that people should go and follow Stefan. He is a very positive person. He is a very outgoing and willing motivator which i love that he does not want to keep any of this to the, himself he wants other people to feel good about themselves too uh stefan this has been my pleasure i appreciate you making the time for us today congratulations on uh about to become a new father you take care of yourself and we'll we'll talk to you soon okay thank you you too enjoy the day Thank you, as always, for listening to the 6AM Run podcast. 
Again, I am your host, Mark Paisant. Please like and subscribe to the show so you don't miss any of this amazing content. If you can, we would love if you left us a review. Remember to follow us online and use hashtag 6AMRun to connect with the greatest group of runners and fitness enthusiasts in the world.